This the remix. When you try your best, but you don't succeed. Come on, defense, it's a big play. All right, from the Rebel 25, they need a touchdown to keep the game alive. Two, went, two receivers to the left, shotgun. Barry rolls out to his right, rolling, looking. He plants his feet. He fires one to the far side. It's caught for a touchdown. That didn't take long. So we go to a second overtime, this incredible opener, 27-27. Eastern Washington now will have the ball at the Rebel 25 going the opposite way, moving from your left to your right across your radio dial. Three wideouts, two to the left. Barrier takes the snap, three-step drop, has time. His pass is deep down the middle, and it's caught. Eastern Washington has scored another touchdown. Two wide outs to the right, two wide outs to the left. Barrier looking for the end zone, looking, 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 all kinds of time. He fires the ball, is tipped and caught for the two-point conversion. The Rebels got a hand on it, but they volleyballed it up in the air. And the ball, the pass was finally caught by Tololo Limu Jones. And boy, that's a lucky bounce, but they got it. Courtney Reese in the backfield. They need the two-point conversion. The game on the line. Brumfield back to throw, looking for the end zone. He fires over the middle. The pass is incomplete. And it's a victory for Eastern Washington, 35-33 in double overtime. I incomplete. It was caught, yeah. but just short of the goal line. I cannot get over that overtime period. It is unreal that Eastern Washington ran four plays. They snapped the ball four times in overtime. 25-yard oh. touchdown pass. A successful point after. 25-yard touchdown, touchdown pass. Successful, successful two-point two conversion. conversion. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. And the best part of the UNLV team last night was its defense. <laughs> well, no, the, kicker, the kicker, kicker. The kicker is the best part. And then on top of all of that, UNLV scores a touchdown and completes the pass for the two-point conversion, but yes. they threw it short of the yeah. goal line. Well, was the kicker the kid they gave the scholarship to? Y yes. How, they, how was that kid on a scholarship before? It's a kicker. <laughs> well, He's a I good mean, one. I don't know. Maybe, well, after the first three years of being on scholarship, <laughs> he finally was like, oh, all right, I don't need one this year. All right, fine. Give We're going to give you one. Uh, the other thing is the fact that that game went to overtime is because their kicker. Oh, the kid was brutal. Couldn't like couldn't hit that the broad side of a I'm sorry, I have no idea who that kid is, but he's brutal. We talked about at seven o'clock Marcus Arroyo being passive and you know not trying to score at the end of the first half and not going for it on fourth and short. Eastern Washington coach playing for a field goal at the end of the game. Because they ran the they clock They lined out. him up, too. Yeah, yeah they, they played for it. They lined him up. him dead center. Dead center in the middle. And he went wide. Yeah. If Eastern Washington loses that game, you're looking oh, yeah. back at that sequence yeah. and saying, what the Why hell Why didn't you just you go doing? for it? Especially because he'd already missed two. Right. It wasn't like the kid had drilled three no. field goals. No, he was but one for three going into that When the game. quarterback takes the one, like Jared said, the one sweep to go dead middle and just falls down. I'm like, this guy can't miss. I was like, I had two leads written. This is how you do on deadline. You have the winning lead for Univy and the losing lead. I had pasted the winning lead in. I had to I had to erase that because that kid went wide left. I'm like, I couldn't believe he missed it. I'm like, and I'm looking around the press room. He didn't miss that, right? And I see this. The the no no good side. I'm like, oh my God, he missed another one. All right. So quarterback situation. You you postpone this to yes. nine o'clock. Yes. A nice two hour tease on the radio. <laughs> we always need those. So 
Marcus Arroyo did not name a starting quarterback. The depth chart was or between Doug Brumfield and Justin Rogers. Justin Rogers took the first snaps of the game. He ended up playing into the third quarter last night. That is despite he completed seven of 11 passes, but for 23 yards. Yes, yes. Uh, none of these were down the field. No. He finally got taken out. Doug Brumfield came in. Brumfield was five of 12 for but 117 yeah. yards. Yeah. And there were five passes that you could consider drops hit the receiver. In Absolutely. The not all. Absolutely. Of, not all of them. There are officially drops, but he threw five passes, hit receivers in the hands yeah. and they were not completions. So you tease this. this. What is your well, thoughts on Justin Rogers starting and how that actually happened? So this is going to be completely unlike what you thought I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go media media soapbox. Well, I think the easy the easy um, explanation is when Arroyo let it slip because he doesn't say anything. So he, he let it slip on his pregame show with uh, with Steve Cofield that Doug Brumfield had had some minor injury and missed like three or four days of practice. And Arroyo's world of the whole data stuff, he missed three to four hundred snaps. So right then I heard that. I'm like, okay. Like I still thought Brumfield would start, but I'm like, when Rogers started, I'm like, okay, that makes sense if the guy was hurt and he missed some time and you're just going to start the other guy. So I wasn't shocked at that point. I think that's the more reasonable explanation. This is where I'm going to say some stuff about that. <laughs> um, we live in a town where the NFL team here, every minute of training camp, is open to the media every minute. We see every snap. We see every drill. Uh, they go down and play the Rams in a um, in a joint practice. We see every snap. We see all the scrimmaging. We see any scrimmaging Gruden does here. Everything is open. Everything. That allows writers who cover the team context. It's not as if they go back and say, well, you know, Gruden ran that double reverse again today. You better work out that for for Baltimore. Like no one says those things because we're all professionals and no one and you know what you see. You don't go and like write all you, you in terms of schematically and what they're doing. But you have some context. You have an ability then to tell the readers after the fact, Baltimore. Well, this might as this might have happened because of this. This is what's been happening leading up to this. So then you have more of an explanation of why certain things happen. You have a, a college team in this town that hasn't won a game in two years. That I'm sorry, really struggles for coverage for many reasons uh, in terms of why, in terms of losing and why people don't cover them as much as they do. Where a coach does not open his camp, and I don't, I'm sure he doesn't open his practices, other than the first 15 or so minutes to watch glorified stretching and drills, then the media is asked to go away for a couple hours and then come back for game interviews. Now, people out there are going to say, oh, you know, to hell with the media. Well, here's the thing about that. If the media can't see things, it can't add that context. It can't say, hey, maybe he started because of this or not that. And maybe fans don't care about that and they just hate the media and that's fine. And I'm not talking for myself or this show. We're sports talk show hosts. We're going to say what we want. I'm a columnist. I'll write what we want. If you don't like it, don't read or don't listen. I don't really care. I mean, if you don't like what we say, don't read, listen. And if you don't want I like what I write, then turn the page. But I'm speaking more for beat writers, the Sam Gordons, the Mike Ramallas, who are not allowed to watch majorities of these practices. So maybe they can help Marcus Arroyo out a lot of the times and add context to why certain things happen. I don't get it. I'll never get it. They haven't won a game. They don't get enough coverage to where they might in these situations. And when there's an NFL team in this town where you can watch every snap of training camp and a team that hasn't won a game and, like you said, Tyler, over 600 days, closes things down like that, I think that's laughable. On so many levels, I think it's absolutely laughable. There are two sports teams in this city that do not need 
any help from the media for coverage. No. The Golden Knights and the Raiders are going to get coverage. Regardless. No matter what. The Golden Knights have just about every practice open to the media. Absolutely. They've, they've had a couple of times where, like, the media's locked out or they close the curtains. Not, you can count on one hand, though. But, yes, it's yeah. been less than five times. Who's coming off the ice <laughs> yes. first? Yes, who's coming off the ice first? He's starting in goal. Every practice, for the most part, is open for the Golden Knights. Yes. For the Raiders, like you were just saying, yeah. training camp. Ent- entirely open. open. Can watch it. Now, they'll shut it down some more in the regular season. That's but it's more still... of an NFL rule, though. Right. Yes, exactly. But. There are teams in this city that need media coverage. Yes. UNLV football is one of them. UNLV football might be at the bottom of the barrel at this point. And Marcus Arroyo is like anti-media. He does not oh, want to talk no to the media. About that. He doesn't want to talk to the media. And we saw that when Marvin Menzies was here, his first year, the first thing he did, they went on that uh, international trip. And they played along with Purdue and a couple other college teams. Went and played teams. What what country was it in? The Bahamas or something like that? They went and played in a different country. Every single game of that tournament was streamed online except for the three that UNLV played. And that year, I reached out to the guy who was running the tournament. And I said, why are the UNLV games not being streamed? And he got back to me and said, it's because the UNLV coaches said nobody could stream the games. UNLV was, did not allow them to stream, and it was Marcus Arroyo. Now, granted, or excuse me, Marvin Menzies, his team was awful that year. It was his first year, and he knew they were going to be bad, and he didn't want people to see it. But you cannot come into this market now where if you're UNLV sports and you are so far below the pro sports in this town, you cannot run from the media. You're not going to get coverage. Nobody's going to care about your team. So my counter to you is, does he know they're no good and doesn't want coverage? It might be it. No, they just lost, lost East Because when you're not good... And you get coverage. A lot of it comes back on yeah. you, but, right? But, it doesn't usually. But, it comes back on the coach a lot of the time. If you look at Twitter, they literally they they want him fi- they wanted to fire him at halftime. <laughs> well, so, and th- that's the thing. I mean, is it because he realizes we're not very good? If there's more coverage, it will come out in terms of what we're not good at. At least though, if they're. If there's more coverage, you can go, well, hold on, guys. The reason Tate Martell's not starting that's is right. That's the like, point. Like, you got, yeah. like everyone calm yeah. down. Like, that's the point. No one's going out there and reporting specific things of what they're doing. Everyone knows they can't do that, nor should they do that, by the way. If you're allowed to go and see most of it, you shouldn't be out there saying, hey, hey you know, they're running. Limping. Yeah, or, the, yeah, or they're running the four, three, you know, three, four, or they're doing this and that. It just allows beat writers, and in this case, I'm talking about Sam Gordon, the Review Journal, Mike Romal, the Sun, to add context to the reporting where a fan goes, oh, okay. I understand now why he might have started him, and, and and then and then you're not getting ripped on Twitter all the time, or people are not going after you as much. And the fact that that training camp, and I assume it's carrying over into practice, the fact that that was shut down like that is laughable. To go, it's just is to go back to the quarterback conversation that started this. It is unbelievable how much better Doug Brumfield was than Justin Rogers was last night. Statistically, he was better, but I'm going to give you like the worst argument, the argument that I hate the most, just watching the guy. He looked better. He just looked more comfortable and more confident as a quarterback. Justin Rogers looked panicked the entire game. Brumfield's first pass was, oh, this guy's actually might be good at the sport. It's unbelievable that Justin Rogers not only started that game, but that they scored six points in the first half and he came back out for the third quarter. How did Doug Brumfield not go into that game until halfway through the third quarter? That is unbelievable. That is a 
this and this is not a situation where Justin Rogers won the job. Arroyo didn't name a starter. This is a situation where he had two quarterbacks and couldn't name one. And Justin Rogers led him to six points in two and a half quarters and didn't sub him out until the middle of the third. That's horrific. Well, we he should have been in there in the third series of the game. And we said before the game, and you agreed, is that had they started, whoever they started, and been leading and been winning the game, hey, don't sub them Right. Out. I mean, let them be the guy for the next four weeks. If you win and you're better and you keep improving, you beat Eastern Washington. Maybe you don't beat ASU, but don't get blown out and the kid keeps moving, your, you know, moving up and down the field. But at halftime... You probably should have known at that point. I mean, it's like this is six three, and we're in danger yeah. here. They the defense held a team to three points and a half, and they were up by three because the quarterback wasn't any good. And as soon as Brumfield comes in, significantly better. Doug Brumfield yesterday had three completions for as many yards or more than Justin Rogers threw for in the entire game. In the entire game. Brumfield only completed five passes, by the way. Brumfield threw the ball down the field, and there were guys that were open down the field. Justin Rogers never threw it down the field. He never did it. Everything was short. This may be to further Ed's point, but it it could be he's not good in practice, which is where you, you're supposed to not be good, but at least then we would have the context of the reason you started Rodgers right. is no, that like he looked better in practice. Yeah, and it would be reported after the fact. It wouldn't be reported during it. Look. Again, I'm on the soapbox. Everything should be open for UNLV. Tyler's exactly right. You need coverage. You should want coverage. I don't know if we he have, wants coverage. We have an I, explanation. Yeah, at the very I don't know if this is an Oregon thing. I don't know what this is. <laughs> it, well, it, you know, a Pac-12 schools. And again, for all I know, Oregon was open on everything. I don't cover Oregon, so I have absolutely no idea. I just think out there with two pro teams in town now, you should be begging for coverage. Yeah. I just Absolutely. think you should be. I mean, we're covering the Raiders and the Golden Knights no matter how they act. Because what's going to happen for you? by the way, football, they act a lot better. What's going to happen for UNLV football, even if they were good, right? Even if this is a team that could go to a bowl game, right? Let's say whatever week of the season they beat a Hawaii and it's like, oh, they clinched their sixth win. They're going to a bowl game. Your paper and us on Monday, we're leading our show. You're leading your paper with the Raiders game. Absolutely. Because there's Not a Raiders close. game the very next day. Yes. The Raiders can be three and nine. Doesn't matter. At that time. The NFL. It's the Raiders. So UNLV can actually be good at this sport, and they're not going to get the coverage because the Raiders are here. And they, they're they actively trying to shun it they're away. Playing defense. They're trying to get away from any coverage whatsoever, which is unbelievable. Much like UNLV, they are playing a suffocating <laughs> defense. All right. Quick memo, by the way, to Kevin Kern, Kevin uh, Kevin Kruger. Be your dad. Because <laughs> his dad, practice? well, open practice. And Lon Kruger's rule was this. Come and watch anything you want. What we're doing on the floor is not on the paper, and it's not on the radio until after the game. And I, no one had any problem with that because you were able to see players and context and after the fact report it. So I hope he's like his dad. All right, here we go. We've got tickets to give away to go see Augie T at the Comedy Works at the Plaza. Augie T, Hawaii's funniest com comic, is coming this weekend, and we got a pair of tickets for you to go see him. 702-364-1100. Congratulations to Tom. He is going to see Augie T this weekend at Comedy Works. Now, Bischoff's briefs. Some more college football, but a look at college football playoff expansion. Dennis Dodd had a story yesterday, CBS Sports. This month, there's supposed to be a vote on a 12-team playoff format. If you remember before Texas and Oklahoma uh, announced they were leaving for the SEC, College football looked in really good shape to expand the college football playoff. They were going to go up to a 12-team format. 
that was going to have the top six ranked conference champions all were going to be automatically in, and then the next six highest-ranked teams would get in as well. That would guarantee a group of five team would be in. It would give Notre Dame a really good shot because all they'd have to do is really finish top 12, and they'd probably be in most years. And it would get the Pac-12 back to where they can actually make they the can college actually make football the playoff. playoff. Might not win any games, but they could get into it, right? So that was sort of the college football playoff expansion. That was sort of the benefits of it, and there was a good shot it was going to go through. Texas and Oklahoma, though, announced they're going to the SEC and basically blew up the college football world's thinking. And according to Dennis Dodd, there's a chance the 12-team playoff format is rejected at this vote or maybe not even voted on at all, or there's a change to the 12-team format. And the reasoning is, okay, the reasoning is because the other conferences and part of the reason the alliance was formed between the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC, they're worried that the SEC is going to get too many teams into a 12-team playoff, that they don't want there to be a 12-team playoff and that there are six SEC schools in this playoff or whatever that number would end up being. That's what they're afraid of, so they want to not vote on the 12-team playoff as is, Now, that could mean, listen, to me, the simplest answer to this is you just put a cap on the amount of teams from one conference. Right. You just say, hey, three or four. I don't know what the number would be, but three or four, whatever that is. That's the most any one conference can have. And it's probably pretty fair, even though a team in the top 12 might get left out. But, hey, you're not even the third best in your conference. Eh, You don't have a legit shot to win the title. Do better in conference play or whatever it is. That's the simplest way. Now, there's a hundred different complicated ways you could do it. You could stick to with what you are and just forget all of it. Or you could try to go in an 18 playoff. You could try to go to a 16 playoff. You could try to go to a 10 team playoff and come up with a whole new format to, again, all of this has to do. The reason it's not going to be 12 or the reason it might not be 12 or voted through as 12 right now is because they're afraid the SEC is going to be too dominant, which I think is foolish because the SEC is probably going to have four of the top 12 teams most years Pretty much in college every year. football. And there's a chance that they have five or six teams that are in the top 12. But I think them adding Oklahoma and Texas, I don't think it really is going to make that big of a difference as to how many SEC teams are in the top 12. I think it's going to be the same amount every year because... Oklahoma and Texas are going to have to play these other SEC well, You're schools. going to beat up on each other. Right. So now, okay, Texas A&M is good this year. Florida should be a good team, right? Uh, LSU, Alabama, Alabama, Georgia, right? Yeah. Like there's, there's five SEC schools right there that have a legitimate shot, that, that would have a legitimate shot at a 12-team playoff if they were playing 12 this year. If Oklahoma was in there all of a sudden, okay, then you'd say there's six teams that have a legitimate chance, but they're all going to play each other. Like they're going to accumulate losses. And regardless of how anybody views college football and quality losses, quality wins, losses still hurt. Losses still drop you down. Even if you lose a one point game to the best team in the country, it still hurts you to lose that game. So I think they'd cannibalize each other enough that it's not going to make a significant difference as to how many SEC teams are in. They're already going to get a lot in, in the 12 team format. They were already going to get like four teams in every year and five and six occasionally. Adding Oklahoma and Texas, I don't really think it adds that many more SEC teams to the playoff over time. Oh, all I was going to say is 
it doesn't matter. It, it, he, he's right. Losses matter unless you're Alabama, and then you don't even have to win your conference championship, <laughs> and you can get into the playoff. Yeah, that did That's happen. Fair. They deserve it. I'm a. Uh, I'm on the year? side of I'm on the side of a bigger playoff, but I've always and I won't change this. I've always been on the side of just put the best teams in. Now, how you get to those best teams? There's a lot of ways you can get to those best teams, whether it's the rankings, the voting, or what have you, the metrics, and and you know basketball does the net. I get that, but I just don't think if Oklahoma is the fifth best team in the country that there should be some kind of parameter where you can only have four SEC teams. I, I will never agree with that. I'm like, who are the best teams? Put them in and play it. So, And the, if you're the Pac-12, get better. The problem, I, I don't know. The problem for college football, and we run into this a little bit in college basketball too, there's too many teams. You cannot get an accurate judgment of who is actually good and who isn't. In, in pro sports here in the United States, we got 32 teams or less in all these leagues even in football, where they only play 17 games, there's enough games for a 32-team league that we can get a pretty good idea comparatively. But in college football, the schedules are so drastically different. Absolutely, It's why it's so hard to know, can Boise State beat Oklahoma? Is Central Florida good enough to be in the playoff? Because, yeah, a lot of it's completely subjective. Right, but and it's because Boise State and Central Florida don't play a great schedule. Right. Even if they get two power conference teams in the non-conference, it's still not a good schedule compared to what the SEC schools go through. Ole Miss is not a great program, but Ole Miss plays a ridiculously hard schedule. And you can argue that eight and four with Ole Miss's schedule Absolutely. is going to be better than thirteen. Then well, they lost last they, night. Well, Twelve no. and one with Boise Twelve State. Twelve and one schedule. with Boise State. You can make that argument. I know, but at the end of the day, you can't really know because the schedules are so different. But because of that, should they be guaranteed a place? Who? Boise. Yeah. I mean, I, if, I guess it depends on how many teams the playoff is. But if, I, but again, if I, it's that, twelve, yeah. If if Boise goes twelve and one and they're the highest ranked G five champion, yes, that yes, I I am. You're saying the highest G five ranking, highest G ranked team, G five ranked team should get in. If there's twelve, if we got twelve playoff teams, yes, because then what are we doing? We're kicking out the twelfth best team in college football. Okay, whatever. You're not winning the title as the twelfth best team. Get the hell out of here. So. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. I, I think 12 gives you the perfect ability. Do you like 12 as the number? Yes, because I think it gives you the perfect ability to give access to where the Pac-12 will get a team in, Group of Five will, group get, of a five team, will get a team in. Maybe two. There can there can be two yeah. on occasion. And you have, okay, the top eight teams in the country are still all in. We're not right. kicking out a team that had a legitimate chance right. to win the title. The top seven plus Notre Dame. Well, they'll always have entry if they're if they have like you said a certain record or yeah. a certain season. They go, they'll, always, they'll always have entry. Anytime they're eleven and one or twelve and zero, they're, they're in. in. They're, they're probably in. in. Most times they go ten and two. Yes, most yes. of the time. Yes. And then they'll lose to Boise yes. State. Yeah, be a fun one. Watch that one. All right, coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. Hello, Cassie. Could we combine football and basketball coaches for that or just basketball? That's just basketball. Do you want us to combine football you, with it? Might as well. You might want to wait until, uh, wait a couple weeks so that <laughs> the right. number can go a little higher. <laughs> Won't have to adjust the imaging. So how was the game last night? You were there as a fan? I had, can I just say I had so much fun? I had a blast. When did you graduate from Eastern Washington? <laughs> Come on. I so I don't know how uh, what low hookup he had, but we got club level oh, oh, for, oh, for thirty three 
$3. Oh, I no. Mean, so as Jared asked. food. As all Jared, you can eat food, Ed. Yeah, as Jared asked before you came on, you didn't pay for the sandwiches you took the picture of. Oh, yes. That was Adam. No, but did you pay for the sandwich? sandwich? Oh, wait. Did I take a picture of a sandwich? No, did you pay for it? Yeah, I paid for it. I paid. I, we paid, uh, as I said, 33 bucks. <laughs> for the tickets, though. Yeah, for the tickets. All yeah. the food was yeah. free. All the food came with it. Wow. Lowe's hooking you up. Yeah, man. The drinks were extra. So that that took my money there. Oh, wow. You had huh. to pay for a drink. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we feel back. bad for you. Tough night I for mean, Cassie Soto. Did you get your Thank boyfriend God drunk enough to where he finally proposed? <laughs> no. Let's not bury the lead here. Ben Goats took the dive. He and Bailey now are engaged. You, of course, had to go on Twitter saying, let Ben have his day. Let Ben have his moment. I'm really happy for them. You weren't happy for those people. What are you I talking about? I was happy. That's so nice. Oh. No. You were probably evaluating the ring. Uh, I better get a bigger one than that. So what if I zoomed in? Leave me alone. <laughs> you zoomed in on the Everybody ring. I knew did. you did. I knew you zoomed in on that ring. Everybody does it, okay? Uh, not everybody. No. No, no they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> Cassie, how no, many? How I'm many, very happy for Ben. How many weddings have you been to? Ooh, ooh, all of them were my uncles and aunts as a child. I haven't. The most recent wedding I've been to has been Estrus's sister, which was like in 2013. Oh, you so wow. you haven't had you haven't had like friends get married and you've got to go to their wedding? No. Oh, none okay. of my close friends. Okay. Uh, well, our, our close, actually, our closest friends got engaged, but then they got pregnant right after. So they're like, "Yeah, no weddings happening." Uh, well, so they did a court. They did a courtroom <laughs> wedding. Wait. Well, oh, they did a courtroom wedding. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna have to go to her sister's wedding soon, right? <laughs> well, the small one. Oh wait, yes. I lied. Oh, I'm a bad friend. Val, Val, I did, I did go to Valerie's wedding. Okay, there's been okay, two. Okay, none of us know who Valerie who, who's is. Val? And also, I, did, I, I doubt she <laughs> listens. Yes. My friend Val. She's so my said, friend Val. I was my friend. Esther said I were her witnesses. Wow, I'm a jerk. How old are your sisters? Uh, 22 and 14. Ooh, 14's got a shot. <laughs> 14's got a shot. She has a shot to beat her. I'm telling. I'm telling you, the kid's Freshman got a shot. In high school, you know. I guess this is where you meet the love of your life, or something. <laughs> uh, either that or Golden Knights games. Because that kid's a nut job about the hockey players. Wait, isn't Nick Holden the love of her life? Yeah, yeah Nick Holden is the love of her he's life. Gone yeah. now. She had a panic attack. And the love, uh, the love of the life of the mom is Ryan Reeves. I feel bad for Los. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Sad Ryan family. Reeves. Yeah, that's right. So, okay, I, I was just asking because I've probably been to about seven weddings with my girlfriend in the last, like, six years or so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. had. I mean, listen, I grew up in Mississippi. Peace. You get married. Very quickly. Well, that, <laughs> like, that's what I think's funny. Is that's a little dangerous, right there. Between Tyler, are you really from Mississippi? I mean, I wasn't like, born there, but first grade until I graduated he college, told I miss. there. Yeah. yeah. Do you not know any like, of us? No, I know. No, I know he went to Ole Miss, but I just I feel like you're not the kind of person that comes out of Mississippi. I that is I think one that's of a the, compliment. That is one of the so greatest much. compliments yeah. I've ever received. <laughs> That's a great compliment. You don't strike me yeah. as weirdly racist. I mean, like my so my family is not from Mississippi. My family's from like Ohio and Nebraska and Colorado. But my okay. parents moved to Mississippi when I was in first grade. And so I grew up there, but I didn't like I didn't develop an accent or the racism or anything like that. So <laughs> 
I didn't develop an accent or the racism. Like, wasn't there something in the middle there? I didn't get fat. That's the other thing. So, Uh, I will say, as someone from Missouri, there is a like between eighteen and twenty-one. You go to a bleep ton of weddings, and then there's about a like five-year period where those people get divorced, (laughs) and then you go to their second weddings between the ages of like twenty-nine and thirty-two. Yeah. Wow. That's the Midwest. Be... Okay, so let me ask you this. If you I... all of a sudden you have like cuz for me it was like four of my friends and her friends got married within like a 2-year period. We went we kept going to weddings. Uh if you all of a sudden had to go to like four weddings in 2 years, would you be even more insane about this than you are right now? So depressed. So oh yeah. Depressed. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you wouldn't even depressed. you wouldn't even want the food at the reception. Yeah, luckily you, you... Luckily, I have a, we have a head start on, like, a lot of our close friends, but they're catching up. They're, like, in the six, six seven-year range, so they're, like, getting ready, too. So oh. it's like a race to the finish well, line. Well, you think you're getting ready. I mean, I think you're getting ready. I think what you did was double-faulted, and uh, you're, you're, yeah, false start. You're I don't out. think Edris is ready at all. Yeah, okay. I mean, Cassie, just so you know, I've been dating yeah. my girlfriend longer than every single person's wedding I've been to. Every single one of them I've been dating. <laughs> yeah, longer. but she's she's not, like... If from what I understand, she's not like bugging Tyler like you bug no, everybody. No, she does not it. freak no. out every time she sees no. a stadium proposal or a ring or something. Yeah. Did you? Uh, they were just fun. There was one last night. I was waiting for it. There was, did you? Oh, there wasn't. Wasn't. Okay. Did you enjoy the pictures oh, of the man. kid back in the day with the earrings? I so you weren't there. What was that? Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day we went to practice. I can't picture you like not in the form that you are now. Thanks. Like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you've always existed. What? Like when you were, you've always existed as how you are now. Okay, as you so. complimented Tyler, I'm not taking any of this as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I, I really appreciate uh, you, you taking shots at me. You've been a 40 year old man. I mean, you're your taking life? shots at me. I mean, thanks a lot, <laughs> I, Jesus. I, I, you tell the stories of Amen and like your dancing days in in um, wherever in Mexico, yeah, in TJ. And I just like I think that that's Ooh, you now. TJ, like that's you doozy. did that now. I thought you liked the pictures, though. I thought they were nice pictures. I love them. I love them. Bonnie looks great. You. <laughs> <laughs> this this is not going oh as, as I expected it at all. <laughs> No, they were great pictures, and I would appreciate more of them. Of Bonnie. I, g- I gave you a picture of me at one years old blowing out my candy, blowing out my cake. That was cute. That was cute. That one was cute. I did like that I one. Mean, and your little diapy. You just, like, ripped me for, like, three minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. How does it feel, Edward? How does it feel? I'm not, I'm not reading any more of your, more of your stories at Raiders.com. <laughs> not reading any more of your stuff. All right, Cassie, I sent you a TikTok, and I need the breakdown here. It was a TikTok of a guy proposing with a blooming onion at Outback Steakhouse. He put the, said, I hate onions. He put the ring on one of the onions, slid it around so his girlfriend could see it, and that's how he proposed. Are you saying no to that? Absolutely. No, you're not. I, I don't understand no, where this, this like choosing beggar comes from. Yeah, exactly. You're not saying no to that. Oh, the, ring, just, oh, the ring's uh, kind of small. Like, uh, okay, then you're not getting your married. You're not getting married. Esther, you're so romantic. You use the food to do it. Come on. It's like tiramisu last night, in the, well, you weren't in the press box. Grimal doesn't know how no, to eat it. Tiramisu. 
Tiramisu. Oh, oh, why wouldn't you? Estrus could have put that ring at the bottom of that. You would have scooped it out, taken a bite, and said, oh, you're so romantic. You're not saying no to any uh, of this stuff. Actually, knowing Cassie, she might have eaten it. a food that I like. So, yeah, the tiramisu would be fine. Bloom and onion, that's, that's gross. If there's a ring in your tiramisu, are you noticing it or are you chewing on it? <laughs> yeah, that actually could be very risky. I might just eat it. Yeah, possible. <laughs> that's... I would eat it for sure. <laughs> So how do you know it hasn't already happened? You did eat it. He proposed to you five years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not buying another one, the poor kid. He spent a lot of money in that first one. He flushed it down the toilet. I'm still, uh, oh. I'm still kind of Thank you, Jared. taking aback at, oh, Bonnie looked good. She thinks a lot. Hey, hey, man, I thought not... the earrings were going to send you over the top with me. It was the middle part. The middle part is what did it. Oh, the middle that part here? That, that's the kid from the mean streets of Laguna Beach. That's the Loved it. That's the kid from Ireland. <laughs> well, I just, why were you hiding behind Bonnie in all of the pictures? Because she was the good-looking one. So I put her <laughs> oh, out front. And I say it, and I'm the bad guy. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, you're my friend. I thought you'd be nicer to me. Is, <laughs> hey, is the is the middle the middle part's coming back, right? You got a, you got a, two younger sisters. The middle part's like how guys wear their hair now, right? For boys? Yeah. Ugh, I hope not. I think it is. My God, thanks a lot again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's just end the interview. My God. I mean, it's just, it's just, I, we were doing the picture thing. I thought I'd be, you know, cool and, and join in. And you sent a picture, and then, uh, you know, Heidi sent a picture, and I sent mine in, and you do nothing but rip me. Incredible work, Cassie. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. God. <laughs> what the hell was that interview about? <laughs> Now you know how I, mean, I feel man. when Darren Millard killed me off God. in 20 years. It is true, though. She said, how, now you know how I feel, Ed, because we do just spend <laughs> we do spend 12 minutes every Friday just absolutely taking shots at her, so I guess <laughs> I know how she feels. My wife will love it. I'll go home and tell her. She goes, oh, you're darn right. She goes, yeah, what was I doing with you? All of a sudden, she'd be like, you're one of those things where you're like second-guessing the last two decades of your life, like, why am I with this guy? The irony of me making fun of anyone as far as like, <laughs> oh, you're in an adult functional relationship. <laughs> I I also enjoy her not being able to picture you younger. Yeah, and I sent her pictures. How can she picture me younger when I sent her like three pictures? Like, what are you? You're she's not just, looking at just, the picture. Just I responded, mean, who that? Yeah, like, you just no. You look like a full grown adult when you were born. Yes, just... yes. I was born and I looked. Yes, I, I've who already said, graduated college. Who's that dude? Bodies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, here we go. We got another giveaway for you. This one, a Porta Subs football tailgate tray, and you'll be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. So, Porta Subs football tailgate tray, and you're qualified to win a new Yeti cooler. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We'll take caller number six at 702-364-1100. You're locked in the press box. Congratulations to Scott. He won the Porta Subs tailgate package, plus is qualified to win a Yeti cooler, thanks to Finley Volvo Las Vegas. Um, and I, I do, not that she's listening, but I do want to give a shout out to my girlfriend because this weekend is we've been together 10 years Ooh, tomorrow good for you congratulations and she is wow she is spending the whole weekend <laughs> this is what you picked out for her going to three 
Astros baseball games. Here's wow. She's phenomenal. So we know what her gift is to you. <laughs> what is your gift to her? Yeah, I don't know. We'll go to the San you Diego You don't know. Zoo. We'll yeah. go to the San Diego Zoo. This trip is our gift to each other. Uh, well, you put... Buying my kid lunch, and then when the wife calls, says, no, don't worry, I'm getting you a birthday present as we speak. And the next day, I'm like, oh, God, i got to get a birthday present. Yeah, the whole trip's a gift to each other. All right. Yeah. Then you you got to do something with her as well, though. You can't just go to three games. Well, the game's going to be three hours, four hours. Outside of the three games. It's all her. Nine to ten hours, right. we can do whatever she wants. All right. She wants That's to go. Good. She does want to go to the Japanese Friendship Garden at Balboa Park. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Never been. Don't know what yeah. to expect. You'll love it. There's well, she'll fish. love it. I know there's koi fish. She yes. likes koi fish yes. a lot. But yeah. Will you said yesterday of all the games you go through all three games, will she bring a book? Oh, all three. Her Kendall. Oh okay. yes. All three. She so, has no intention of watching a single pitch from this game. Really? Yep. According to the internet, which I have read incorrectly several times this week, this is the tin sorry, tin are aluminum. Anniversary. Ooh, so, aluminum foil. Yes. So you can get. Please don't get her that. That would be weird, and it would be not a very good gift. <laughs> the aluminum. The aluminum. Okay. Who came up with that one? I I, I want to go back and know, be able to do that I... because I'm sure I spent a lot more money than I should have <laughs> yeah. if it was an aluminum anniversary. But the key is, Jared. This is not a like we are not married. This is not ten year wedding. Still an anniversary. This is just an anniversary. Okay. It, just says, yeah. it just says tenth anniversary. Yeah, exactly. So ten years of anything is the aluminum anniversary. What's it say for twenty five? <laughs> All right, I'm on it. <laughs> I got to figure this out. What's it say for twenty five? Because the boom goes the dynamite. Because I definitely because I definitely underpaid on that one. The twenty twenty five is the buy your son Chipotle. Man, can you imagine if it was gold or jewelry and I messed up on that one? Oh, I mean that would that wouldn't have been good. Oh man, sapphire according to. According to the internet, the only reason the only way she got that is if it came in a Starbucks card. (laughs) Do you have any sapphire cards? Wait, so, sounds like the sorry. name of a drink in Starbucks. <laughs> silver, my bad. Twenty five so, is silver. It didn't, it's, oh my goodness! My bad, my no. bad. I could have my I silver. Read, How did you I, read it wrong again? She could have my silver Marriott card or went back in the day. Like, okay. man, it was, silver wins gold. Is that is that is fifty? Is that's gold? 50. A, oh, no chance. Right. I'm around for that. <laughs> wait, well, no. Wait, did you no. just Darren Millard yourself? I Darren Millard myself. <laughs> you kidding yourself? I mean, we'd still be together if I was around. No chance. Twenty five more years. I have no chance. Thirty is pearl. Which one? Thirty. Is it just gets more expensive as we go? Yes, I can't that's do any the of this. whole premise. Is you're supposed to no. be like? Yeah, I only got to spend some money on aluminum. No foil. chance. No chance. I got twenty five more left. Oh no, in me. the best one. Zero. I, what was? Oh, I saw it before I scrolled down to try to, you know, read the internet wrong. Oh, eleventh anniversary steel. Eleventh. Yeah. That's not kind of a. <laughs> Milestone? No, not at all. Don't know why it's a thing, but apparently you give her a girder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess next year we're going to Pittsburgh for the eleventh. <laughs> yeah, for the Steel, Steel City. Anniversary. Going. It's too bad it's not this year. The Raiders actually play there. You can go there true. next year. That's true. So. Uh, yeah, twenty-five. Come on, no chance. <laughs> She'll still be around. She's healthy as you can get. No She'll chance I'm around. around. No chance. Fifty. <laughs> you know, you got to start eating like Jerry Jones. 
Yeah, yeah. Get the fast food. What to heck with, to heck with the calorie counting yeah. and to be as healthy as I possibly can. I need more salt in. You I, keep, I need more salt you on keep my food. Doing these runs. Yeah, and what I you need gotta to be stop doing that. Is preserving yourself. Yes, I got to stop that. Yeah, uh, listen. McDonald's still serves breakfast till ten thirty. <laughs> you right know after these the things. Show. You know these things. Everyone's still ten thirty. Run to McDonald's, get a McGriddle, <laughs> put some salt on it. You'll add a year to your life. I'll be around for twenty. Remember that story where it was like every hot dog you eat takes like thirty minutes off your life. Yes. If you salt your McGriddle, it actually adds 10 years. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which what does my Whataburger do? It's also why uh, Joey Chestnut died during the, uh, you know, bubonic the plague. plague. Yeah, because he, he died during the 1200s. So, you're, uh, so it would take the Whataburger. If you eat it right as you get it, it takes a year off your life. You let it sit if for an I hour. wait for an hour and a half, I'm gaining two years. Yep, adds two years. Wow. He's, Jerry's rigging the game. He's got it all figured out. Is it like how... He's doing pretty well for his age, actually. Is he it, seems very happy. Is it like how bananas are, like, slightly radioactive? <laughs> and then, like, that the Whataburger Ooh. Fresh is still a little... Like, radioactive? Has a Did little, you say it, banana? Yeah, bananas are slightly radioactive. Ooh, I ate a ton of organic bananas. Okay, you'd is have that to bad eat, for me? You'd have to eat like fifty thousand. Oh no! Okay, right. I ate a lot poison. of organic bananas, but you I didn't really bad for me. That he's gonna have. Like I was like, wait a minute, radiation. I guess poison. I'm off the bananas. <laughs> okay. She got mad yesterday because I, you know, you guys know I like the mocha uh, frappuccino drinks, the cold ones in the morning to mm-hmm. get me going. Uh, there, it's like the pandemic. It's like people are hoarding them. We can't find mocha. We can't find them. So of course I go to Amazon. And I ordered a couple of cases, and <laughs> cases. I, I didn't know they were not supposed to be like forty-two bucks a case. So, what's a case? Because they sell them in four packs. Right. Usually, it's like she spends like thirteen bucks on them. You wait, hold on. You spent forty-two dollars on a four-pack? No, I think a six-pack. Okay. Anyway, it was like six. It's not that much. Better. Oh, dude, from the other room. Who bought four? Who bought forty dollars? She knew the answer. My kid doesn't drink them. And she goes, what are you doing? Do you know they upcharge? I'm like, you told me we couldn't find them anywhere. No one has them in time. She goes, that doesn't mean you go online you get them. and spend 10 times more than you should be for your stupid mocha frappuccino cold drinks to get you up in the morning. It sounds, it sounds God, I love this. Less, less like she's like hoarding money and more like she's the only <laughs> responsible adult in the room. Oh, And then five minutes later. Amazon password change. <laughs> Wouldn't tell me what it is. How many passwords she, does oh, she have? Oh, she's, she, she's got a, like a document with all the passwords. Changed uh, it in five minutes. The Raiders should hire her as their new club yes, controller. Yes, absolutely. Have a good trip, Tyler.